Welcome to the Creepy Kingdom. We are all about the creepy side. Theme parks, films, haunts, and everything in between. We create original films, live streams, vlogs, podcasts, and more. Hit that subscribe button to make sure that you always keep it creepy. Now it is time to open up the gates. Creepy Kingdom proudly presents The Dark Theme Park Show. Hey, welcome to The Dark Theme Park Show. I'm James. I'm Josh. And we're here at Not Scary Farm. Ooh. And we figured this was the best place to introduce our episode about Oogie Boogie Bash. Why not? Why not, huh? <laughs> Anyways, we have an episode coming up right now. We're gonna tell you about uh, my time and opening night of Oogie Boogie Bash. I didn't go. So I'm gonna tell him and then vicariously tell you. We're gonna do the things. Let's do it. All right, so um, I'm just gonna, you know, Talk about this year's Oogie Boogie Bash a little bit here and um, just share my thoughts. Uh, this is uh, my third time attending. And I believe this is the fourth one that they've done because whatever the first time they did pre-pandemic, I, I think only had one pre-pandemic, if I'm not mistaken. And I was not able to attend that year. And it had very few dates, if I recall, on top of that initially. <laughs> it, it has expanded dates um, over time. But yeah, there, I think there were only maybe four three or four nights previously yeah it was yeah it was like really limited <laughs> right. they were kind of lumping it in with the um after dark events yes um because i even yeah i don't know i don't i think they even still had the mickey's halloween party that year if i'm not mistaken at a, uh the first year of boogie boogie bash um Anywho, um, now this is, I mean, very fast. This has become like the must-do thing. It's selling out ridiculously fast, um, and it's very limited. You know, the the opportunities, I mean, not very, but these, you know, the demand is not meeting the supply by any means at all. Right. Uh, last year, it sold out in like a few weeks. This year, it sold out in hours. <laughs> They're just like... <laughs> and I think that's also a testament to the marketing strategy of this. That it, for the most part, the the thing that everybody goes for is the meet and greets with these characters. Right. Um, I mean, that's that's the main attraction of what's there. That's, right? Yeah, exactly. And so last year they teased a bunch of new characters. This year they did the same thing without giving them away. Right. They gave like little just um, mystery teases on mm -hmm. social media that I think really helped sell the event. And I think the same thing happened this year in the sense like, oh, these are the characters I really want to see that, you know, won't be around anywhere else. Right. Um, obviously, Judge Doom being a part of it is a, is a huge one this year um, being added in. I, I think so. Well, I'll get to Judge Doom. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the demand demand is high. Um, well, I will say that this it, this event is my favorite Disney event of any Disney event I've ever been to. Um, you know, not so scary. I mean, obviously, there's not too many Halloween stuff, but <laughs> just uh, I mean, not, not so scary is is a lot of cool stuff. But like the you know the fan service of like just being a creepy Disney fan, like Oogie Boogie Bash, like just delivers it. You know, on a silver platter. I just. 
every time I'm at that event, I'm on like a high, like I just like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it, it's weird to be in a place that you are very often and have like a, a totally new experience like that, or just a rare experience as it were, it feels like I'm somewhere else than, you know, a park I visit very often because, you know, we live, you know, right next to the park. <laughs> it does. Uh, I don't, like, I know that it's not called the Halloween, you know, like it used to be Mickey's Halloween party. Um, and I know it's not called party anymore. It's called a bash, which is, feels different, but there really mm -hmm. does feel like a party atmosphere. Oh yeah. It. Mm -hmm. Like it feels like this exclusive party that you got invited to and everybody is dressed up and there are all these exclusive characters. Like, there is a different energy. Oh yeah. Boogie Boogie yeah. Bash. The energy is definitely different. And I also will say that, you know, I mean, there was an energy that opening night I was there. Just, I, I, you know, I, I talked to so many random people like just around me and everyone, cause they were all just like Disney Halloween fans, you know, it was just, just natural conversations come up and everyone's just so excited. And, uh, and I, I see, I saw a lot of people that I usually just see on like social media and stuff that, you know, that follow Creepy Kingdom and stuff like that. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's pretty much as close as you can get to like, like a Creepy Kingdom party <laughs> at, 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 you know, at DCA or something. <laughs> it's such a great energy. I love it. I love it. I, um, I wish I, I, you know, I, I wish I bought more tickets, you know, more dates, like instead of just going the one time, but I yeah. guess, you know, I'm lucky to even have one. Um, so I, I do want to say something about the demand though, is that this demand is so strong that uh, I, I think this should start in August. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, this year, Mickey's not so scary. Halloween parties. First date was in the end of July. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the demand is there and the, and for that, but demand is a hundred percent there for, for Oogie Boogie Bash in August. And I guess to your point in talking earlier about Disneyland and Halloween expanding, you know, like having more days, like um, if they're going to do Oogie Boogie Bash earlier in August, they've got to decorate the park for Halloween earlier. You can't not have the decorations right. out. That, so, that, that's kind of that's kind of what I was gonna say about that when I said I wanted it longer. I knew it wasn't gonna last past Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> but I, but I mean, there's no real theme happening in August, right? I mean, I know that the the park's usually dining down from the summer crowds and all that stuff, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, like August first, first Oogie Bash, whatever. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like it's I. Uh, the other thing is, of course, just adding more dates. <laughs> during september and october then you're like oh those are times that is going to close down dca at 6 p.m but i'm also like i don't even know if that is the worst thing <laughs> because you know like there's so many great halloween offerings at disneyland at night as we just discussed like the right. fireworks show <laughs> i mean i know not everyone has a park hopper but most people in the parks are you know are and or magic key holders you know like <laughs> And I mean, most people have park hoppers too, you know, I mean, I don't know, actually, I just, I'm just assuming I actually have no idea if visitors buy park hoppers. <laughs> here's, here's maybe a solution because I think that um, adding more dates is yes. And, and going earlier. Yes. Um, do you also think that having a secondary Halloween event would help? Oh, totally. I like mean, you would have Boogie Boogie Bash 
you know, the, the Mickey's Halloween party, right? I mean, <laughs> they could do that. Um, my thought was actually to do to still use a lot of California Adventure, but maybe to do something with totally different characters. So um, Oogie Boogie Bash is its thing. And I understand that like you have the big signage out front, so it'd be really difficult to change all of that. Um, so keep it, keep all of that Oogie Boogie. But you could also do something not, uh, it's difficult to say more exclusive, um, but it could be more exclusive in the sense of doing something yeah. at one of the hotels as well. There, well, I mean, it could be anything, right? I mean, those it could be anything, right? Right. So the, yeah. they could do that. They could make an exclusive <laughs> event that's even more expensive. <laughs> Don't yeah. for that desert, but uh, that could appeal. That could just take some of that demand away from Oogie Boogie for sure. <laughs> could it be possible also to close down a singular section? of a theme park like could they do a star wars only uh you know halloween mm, event yeah or in really any kind of event like where they would just if you bought the ticket you have to be back in that land at a certain time and it lasts three hours and you know oh, there yeah. you get to meet oh, like yeah. darth vader kylo ren like all of the more Actually, villainous characters and stuff like I that mean, I mean, you've really, you really got some here because that could easily be done in Galaxy's Edge. That could easily be done in Toontown, also. So you yeah. could have like a Halloween party for kids, uh, you know, or whatever, <laughs> whatever, just in Toontown. You and like... the hope, the hope with the runaway railway, because it's mostly projections, is you could, in theory, you, you know, add some things for yeah. sure. Which I think that that's lacking representation of the horror elements of the mickey new mickey mouse shorts <laughs> so that would be a great opportunity to bring that in there <laughs> right i was like that's a totally different topic but we'll get to just on our, just, our just some thoughts yeah no i think that's cool either. i think galaxy's edge definitely lends itself to that and then yeah just you know whatever villains first order whatever i you know creatures i mean you name it you, it's right. it rates itself right it's totally easy to do that access to ogas as part of it you know reservations you know whatever you know whatever you know like, <laughs> like, like there's a lot of possibilities there and like i said be super easy to close it off right and access to rise i mean people would probably do it just for that because it's so hard to get on there <laughs> there you go Fun stuff. Um, but yeah, Oogie Boogie Bash. <laughs> so um, when you have a ticket for this event, you're allowed to go there at 3. The event starts at 6. I could not get there until 5 p.m. Because another factor this year is that I believe every single date of Oogie Boogie Bash takes place on a Tuesday and a Thursday. No weekend dates. <laughs> Which makes it, um, you know, some people can't be there at 3 p.m. <laughs> right. Luckily, you don't live you know two hours away so no I, I didn't live far but i you know i do work for a living you have to pay for these annual passes so. <laughs> what come on <laughs> gotta pay the disney tax so um right <laughs> uh, and you know a lot of stuff happening can't take off work all the time so um uh yeah i got there at five and man i messed up royally you gotta get there at three 
And there's here's some reasons why. The first thing is you need to eat food before 6 p.m. Unless you're gonna you're gonna have a hard time getting some neat. It's mm. gonna be rough because everybody is using mobile order. <laughs> <laughs> because nobody wants to stand in line for food because they want to get through all the all the things they're doing right <laughs> you know um and i i i had a hard time getting uh, a mobile order it took me uh, several hours to get really? what i wanted yeah not even wow. like to get the food like the, the time i meant like <laughs> yeah it was just like like it was like unavailable, no times available. And then, you know, I guess some, you know, I guess some became available and, or it was like three hours later, like, and I was trying to eat something before 6 PM when I got okay. in there. Five. My total, my total plan was I'm going to get in there and five, get something to eat and then get ready, you know, do what I, the first thing I was going to do. Um, but yeah, I didn't end up eating until like probably like seven 30 or something like that. Wow. Um, which is well past the time I usually eat. So I was like super hangry <laughs> and I didn't really get to eat what I wanted um, because I finally got a place, but they didn't have the stuff that I wanted. Like they were like sold out of it. So I just ate whatever. Cause I was like, I need to eat something. <laughs> like I was actually feeling weak. <laughs> Cause I was like, <laughs> so pro tip there, like eat like at 3 p.m. or before you go, I mean, I wouldn't want to eat too earlier because you want to get your, you know, keep yourself full right. for the for the night. Um, so one of my main priorities, which I totally missed last year, was to experience um, the mini Daisy and Clarabelle dressed up as the Sanderson sisters meet and greet, which had a very long line last year. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I just totally didn't even get over to it uh, last year at all. So I was like, I wanted to make sure that, that I prioritized that. And so I got in that line at 520. <laughs> and at that point, I mean, I, I don't know how long it was like in time because, well, I do eventually, but I didn't know at that time. But it seemed like, oh, this is probably like 20 30 minutes. That's how naive I was about how long the line was in front of me. But of course, it doesn't open until 6 p.m. Um, so, you know, that's that's just 40 minutes of doing nothing right there. Mm -hmm. Then at, um, I didn't actually get to the photo op until um, 7.20. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yes. So it started at 6. And I'm like, oh, this will be 20 to 30 minutes. And you no. waited in nearly an hour and a half. Hour and a half. So almost two hours total, right? Of like when I first got in line, just doing nothing. And then when the park, when when the event started, it was an hour and 20 minutes from where I was. Right. Um, now, one thing I will say is that that experience of the photo op is not something they rush people through which is probably why it takes so long, but I would say, and I was just by myself. So I, you know, I would say I had like a solid minute interacting with them, which, okay. You know, it's kind of a long time for a photo, right? I mean, most photo ops are like, what, like 10 seconds? Sure. Seconds. You waited an hour and 20 minutes. So, you you know, you want something a little bit more, I guess. And they were like, they were so playful. 
<laughs> like they were just like pantomiming so much at me i couldn't even keep up with it <laughs> and they were just acting so wacky <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I actually, I do have a video of it. And uh, the photo, there's just one photo of just all of like me laughing and them like get their backs. Like, I don't know what was even happening. And it's such a fun photo. And, and uh, Shannon, my partner, she's like, that's the one we're going to get framed. I love that photo. It just shows like <laughs> you just so blissfully, you know, having a good time <laughs> around with these characters. They were that's so amazing. much fun. Um, was it worth the wait? I mean, I guess so, but, but, but my real pro tip was like, all right, guys, you're going to have to wait. Like, there's no way around it. Like, so if you're going to have to wait, the pro tip is get in line at like four o'clock, get your, get your food and then stay yeah, in line your, with your food. Yeah. Yeah. 3 PM eat something by right. no later than four get in line for this and, and for anyone that's still going this season uh or this run because who knows if they're coming back or how it's gonna be next year but um get in line by four and you're gonna have to wait no matter what but at least you're not wasting oogie boogie time like i ended up wasting an hour and 20 minutes out of the five hours of this event <laughs> you know, like, wow. wow you know you would think that you know i'd be smarter than that but I was too naive to be like, yeah, I'm just going to grab something to eat really quick and then hang out. You know, <laughs> right. so. you really, you really thought you had it, but you I had did. no idea. I honestly like, because also, um, this is, you know, you know, now they have these like photo ops that are not part of treat trails. So they're their own separate entity, which I hadn't really tackled before last year. Uh, when Shannon and I went, um, we, got our picture with bruno but um you know we just you know the line was long sure but i, I don't really recall it being some like hindrance on our evening <laughs> like that i it certainly wasn't like an hour and a half or <laughs> so but so i just was like not prepared for that at all <laughs> so i made that mistakes for you guys I don't have to <laughs> Do you think, though, that uh, the Sanderson sisters could or should have not Clarabelle and Daisy and Minnie, but like the actual Sanderson sisters have a meet and greet over at Disneyland? Um, and maybe that would help alleviate the Oogie Boogie Bash side. Probably. Yeah, because they do have to. I mean, it's definitely the novelty of the they're dressed up. Um, that part of the demand, but I think it's really about that. It's the Sanderson sisters, right? You know, so, yeah. so possibly because Hocus uh, Pocus has really become its own cult, you know, following. Mm -hmm. um, so anything to do with that film is going to have a long line. I I don't believe that in the coming years that line is going to die down at all. Probably not. That so that's what I'm saying. I think this advice will stand strong to for at least next year. <laughs> right <laughs> uh, so so yeah so this year they had um two new characters you alluded to before judge doom from who friend roger rabbit um and another character uh the villain of big hero six which 
I don't remember his name, <laughs> which I, I've only seen Big Hero 6 once. And obviously, when you think about the film, you just think about Big Max. So I don't really think about the villain. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's so, I mean, he was fine. He was fine. But but it makes sense that he's there because they just opened. Yeah, they had him in the new uh, Big Hero 6 area. So totally right. fine. It, he was amusing. It was totally cool. Um, yeah. But Who Framed Roger Rabbit is one of my all-time favorite films. It is definitely my favorite Disney film. Um, so the idea of a Judge Doom meet and greet is like, for me personally, <laughs> it's pretty incredible. And um, uh, it was the only true trail I went through twice. <laughs> and also, and just the, the tree trail situation... <laughs> Is I think it's 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 such a cool idea. The idea to have like, you know, you walk through these trails and there's different people giving you candy, and then the character interactions are are part of it. So you're not waiting in line just to meet the character. Now you're not getting your own photo, but you know, I like the I like the interactions. You know, and they're actually they're putting on like a a, a one person you know play. Oh, yeah. Where, where that where they're like just talking about you know whatever their the character is uh you know does or is involved in, but they can also see you and interact with you, and it's such a cool, unique experience and a great way for a lot of people to experience it without like you know just <laughs> waiting in line right. and having your one you know one family at a time or one group at a time situation. <laughs> one of the things that I really personally loved coming out of the uh pandemic and i wish they still did this it's like one of the only things that kind of worked were the kind of improv little performances that they do you know they used to have like um winnie the pooh come out with this little butterfly catcher yeah. and wander right, around right. or they had like rapunzel and and finn rider um Flynn Rider like hanging out in Fantasyland and you know going back and forth with each other while they also talk to guests uh, at a safe distance, obviously. But like those kind of interactions, I feel like that are part of the Oogie Boogie Bash, kind of worked all year round with with this. And I would love to see more of that, uh, just in general in the parks. But like an expansion of that as they've continued to expand the meet and greets with Oogie Boogie Bash, like really is the crown jewel of the whole event. No, for sure. Yeah. I feel like that was, a. I think they had, they, they did have like a scaled down version of it and the original Oogie Boogie Bash, as I recall from photos. Uh, and it, but the idea of bringing characters to the tree trails, I believe that was a day one for Oogie Boogie Bash, but right. I mean, the only comparison you have is, is not so scary where that is definitely not the case. It's just candy. Uh, tree trails there's no character interactions on those so i just i just i i just applaud that because even you know you know the idea of getting in the line is to in interact with the character um but you're never really bored because you just keep throwing candy at your face as you go through the thing yeah well and they uh, do a pretty good job with the elaborate sets that they add for each character um the music in that area that matches those characters Oh yeah, it all kind of works. Like uh, I don't mind standing in that line, especially knowing that uh, not only am I going to get a ridiculous amount of candy, they give you so much leaving there, but also yeah, you get that fun little character interaction by the end of it. Yeah, it's 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 I, I definitely applaud it. 
So the thing about Judge Doom, Judge Doom, and I and I sat through. Uh, I think I seen his whole like loop of, of activities because I went through it twice. <laughs> you know, it's just like the recreation of the animated Sue dip killing. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to make tools to respect the law. <laughs> what are you doing? Darren <laughs> Kid Gloves, ladies and gentlemen. Like I remember, uh, we posted that on our social media from the cast member preview. We ended up getting uh, that footage from our friends at the Haunted Attractions Network and put it, you know, and they shared it. We collab that footage, and people were like in the comments, like, "Oh my god, my heart! Oh my god, the torch!" <laughs> it's like because that's like that was so intense in the yeah. original Roger Rabbit, you know, like, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna recreate that continuously." <laughs> And it, it looks even cooler in person. Like <laughs> it's like it's such a subtle trick. Uh, it, oh my god! And one of my favorite things that he does. So what? And just to backtrack, one of the things I love about Who Framed Roger Rabbit um, is the amount of detail the writers took to place it in its time. So only characters you'll see in the film are are um, are from characters of that time i'm sure there's exceptions but for the most part uh the characters you'll see you only see films that were released up until that time period right um I, i'm positive there's exceptions but not for disney characters um and the and also the plot of who framed roger rabbit is judge doom wants to uh get rid of the trolleys to build freeways <laughs> Which was like a real thing that happened, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. It, it it's such a it's such a like weird thing that they're like, oh yeah, by the way, in this like weird cartoon movie, we're gonna add a serious socio political, uh, you know, movement that happened in Los Angeles in the background of this film. But it, again, it goes really well with Buena Vista Street, um, right? Because of the trolley that's there and and the time period, right? And and actually that's judge doom brought up the trolleys on Buena Vista street and i that to me just like i love that it was so cool because he's like it's like your precious trolley on Buena Vista street you know because it was called the the what i forget what it's called the movie the green leaf or or whatever it, it wasn't uh, there's called the, uh, there's the red line red line yeah yeah um oh no cloverleaf was a company yeah, <laughs> Cloverleaf's a company. <laughs> yeah. anyways you know he referenced those trolleys which is for that time i was just like oh my god that's such a i don't know if it was that performer to do that or if that was in the script or whatever but that's those little touches that i just eat up that i love especially since i've gone on about how much i love you know the continuity of buena vista street and i love the continuity of who friend roger rabbit to build this like hey you know these freeways you drive on now it's because <laughs> judge doom shut down the red car and that's why you know you don't see cartoon characters walking around anymore because they just right. hang out in toontown i mean free building at disneyland but it they they really built a world to be like this used to exist 
and cartoon characters used to be all over the place and this is why it's not happening anymore <laughs> like they cared that much <laughs> in that level of detail and i loved that just that little nod and, and judge doom brought it back together you know we're just saying like hey you know we're gonna shut down the trolley and point of history mate. <laughs> <laughs> gonna build freeways and then of course ties into the fact that he's talking about how great freeways are to a bunch of people that sat in traffic to get <laughs> to the event <laughs> and it actually works on the level of that you don't even have to know what he's even talking about so like you have or you don't you not you don't have to be that familiar with the movie but to your the other thing i have to say is that this is so bizarre that they decided to do this because i feel like they've been like trying to like like just get rid of roger rabbit but when they they're not like fully doing it they're just like <laughs> taking away like the edge of, of of that roger rabbit had in any way like like uh and cartoon spin i mean they let it survive but only jessica's now a detective and she's completely covered up <laughs> right um no more know, sexy like, jessica rabbit ran no more of that <laughs> um you know, I support anything Jessica wants to do. That's totally fine. She could be a detective. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying that, you know, I it was it was an odd choice. You know, I definitely somebody championed this, you know, in the in the creative place. Right. <laughs> it certainly was not a Disney mandate, right? You know, because they just keep trying to like bury Roger Rabbit in the film and all this stuff. <laughs> so uh, I don't know, but and then that with that, I mean, is it just people that are like our age that are like super stoked over or was like our kids the kids even know who judge doom is <laughs> i mean to be fair we're probably the people paying the money to buy those tickets so yeah i actually want to point that out there is like the ratio to children to adults at oogie boogie and it's like so off and that that is an adult <laughs> event yeah there's yeah. some kids there but i mean like, <laughs> i would say it's probably down like, the money for that no i'd say it's like 10 15 percent like people under 18 right. <laughs> like of any age <laughs> so i guess it all works um i don't know <laughs> but my favorite um encounter she debuted last year and she's still there this year which is uh, agatha harkness from wandavision in avengers campus uh, I Agatha Harkness is actually a character that I am totally obsessed with, um, just in general, not just because of Mar not, not not even within Marvel, just like like she's such an incredible character. I love her so much, and I love that they brought her to the event. I thought maybe it would just be for last year because it was like the first post Wandavision uh, version of the event. Actually, I, I think I'm off. No, it, this is now the third year she's been there, I think. It doesn't matter. I'm glad she's there. And not only am I glad she's there, like she tells some really dark jokes <laughs> that I think really push the envelope, even for, for a Disney event. Now, all of you, did you see my dog here tonight, Sparky? I like to keep him close. He does tricks. You want to see one? <laughs> yes. Okay. Sparky, play dead. I just I, I love her so much and uh I love the character. Uh I love Catherine Hahn who plays her. I think the people that portray Agatha do a really great job of impersonating Catherine Hahn. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> and 
I love it even more than Judge Doom. It's still my favorite. I she's she's the best. I would say that that is also one of the highlights of of Oogie Boogie Bash, but really of Disneyland in general. Disneyland does such a good job of hiring um, face character actors mm-hmm. more so than I think Walt Disney World does, and I think that's you know a testament to Southern California people that are actors, stunt right. doubles, it's Hollywood, etc. It, it's Hollywood, yeah. So it makes sense, but they do a really good job at at hiring the right people that look the part, that act the part, it adds to that more so than anywhere else. Right, and and can sound close to the characters and and all that stuff. So, very cool. A few other tidbits about the evening. Villains Grove is the new thing that it debuted last year in the Red Creek Trail. Um, That's what it's called, right? (laughs) uh yes i was like i don't know i i, I never go there except for during this <laughs> um but um and that's like a you know it's a if you're not unfamiliar with it, it's a projection uh show where you just walk through these areas and then there's music and lights and projections of uh like basically kind of walking through like the villains would be there and it's thus far the closest thing stateside that you're going to get to uh, Disney haunt <laughs> kind of experience. Right. There's no scare actors, but as far as atmosphere and walking through a thing, uh, the the line is very intimidating. It can go very look all the way back um, to Judge Tube, <laughs> and then it actually uh, loops back three times. Uh, there's enough there's enough line there for that because this line can get very long. Um, I got in. It was pretty. Um, it was almost to the entrance of. Uh, Grand Californian is about where I got in the line and I okay. was expecting it to be like an hour or something, but it was like, uh, like, like 15 minutes from that point. So it moves pretty uh, quickly. Yeah. Cause it's, it's always moving. It never really stops. Right. Well, they do stop. They let in groups, um, I, but it, it's not, so it's not a constant conga line, like a haunt or something, but it, I just feel like the, the groups are large that they let through. But uh, um, besides one point, um, where they stop the line for a little bit um, for some reason that I don't know. Um, uh, it really feels open. You don't really feel like there's a lot of people around you. So you really have that like discovery <laughs> feel like you're going to like discover something. It's, 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 a, it's definitely a, a must do. And you definitely want to keep supporting it. So they keep doing stuff like bringing this. it back. Yeah. Yeah. And just uh, give you that. It is a, a dream of mine for disney to create you know haunt like experiences like temporary immersive halloween walkthrough experiences i don't you know they're not gonna have they're never gonna have scare actors at a disney thing but i that they they could do that and it would go gangbusters (laughs) i mean they did ask people you know last year um if they if a haunted house experience would be something they'd be interested in on, on surveys. Um, and obviously they introduced the, the Marvel zombie captain America. Mm. So we're getting closer. We're getting closer. They, I got a survey too. Um, and that was on there again this year as well. And of course I clicked 10. Yes, yes. All the way. Yes, <laughs> yes please. Yes. 
they had a bunch of i forget what was on there of course i'm not supposed to talk about it because uh but um they had a bunch of things that were like so great that i was like oh my god i would love all this but i, I made it a point to like in the comments to say about the the haunted house experience i was like <laughs> it's like bring this to me <laughs> uh one last thing i want to mention um is the frightfully fun parade um generally speaking you know i i don't i don't always watch parades it's not usually like my favorite thing uh, the Festival of Fantasy Parade in Magic Kingdom with the fire breathing dragon. You know, that's I'll stop for that. Um, I would even say that the current Disneyland um, parade is actually pretty good. I'm not, I'm just, I'm just saying for me, I'm not commenting on whether it delivers as a good parade or not. I'm commenting more on sure. like that I don't stop and make specific plans to watch parades. Like it's uh, more like I, it's more like I catch it. So I haven't done that. I mean, like I watch like when the mainstream electrical parade came back for the 50th time last year, you know, I, <laughs> I did watch that because <laughs> I love Baroque down. <laughs> but, um, but the only parades that I typically like will set up shop and watch are the Halloween parades, whether it be the frightfully fun parade or the boot parade at Mickey's not so scary because obviously I want to, you know, support and celebrate creepy disney right. um but i really really love the fright parade. <laughs> i was like it's good like i it's i everything about it like i i i give become like gleefully i'm like i'm like overjoyed while watching it like the song i we i was telling you this about this you know off off air or whatever but it was like <laughs> the the song is so good <laughs> like it has this like you know it's still kind of like disney family friendly but then it's also like uh, uh i mean it's it's not it's like sort of spooky i don't know but just it, it's 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 an incredible piece of music <laughs> i just love it so much uh the floats are incredible i uh, you know, just so much spooky detail. I, I, I and they're all creepy because I feel like the Buddha You Parade, like not all the floats are like creepy. I know they have like a Vanellope and uh, Wreck It Ralph one, which I don't know why that's in there at all. I mean, you know, I love those characters and all, but I don't know what they have to do with Halloween <laughs> or maybe. Well, candy. I also think that I think that this parade is is shorter than the Buddha You Parade at it Magic Kingdom. Is, yeah, and in that way it kind of cuts out all the fluff right like mm -hmm. it's and i personally again maybe this is another uh you know 2020 2021 time period during covid but the addition of of like the smaller parade cavalcades rather than this giant long parade um i prefer it maybe because it's you know for this parade in particular there aren't enough people in the park for you to have to go and wait an hour to get a spot for the parade. Right. Which is helpful. And then because it's shorter, it feels like it's not eating up as much time. Right. Uh, That's for sure. So, you know, I kind of prefer that. I like, do I love the afternoon parade? Yeah, of course. But am I going to wait an hour to sit there and get a front row seat? Like, no. I don't care that much, but I think more people would right. be interested in seeing parades if they happened more often and were shorter. Um, 
Really no, what I'm I mean, learning is that Oogie Boogie Bash is setting up what I think the best version of the parks should be. That's true. I mean, I, I think there's, I, I think, I don't think we want more people waiting for the parades because I feel like there's just plenty of people that cram the streets for the parades currently in Disneyland. Right. We got caught in a traffic jam just the other night. With that. Yes. Um, and for us, I feel like, if, if it's like, oh, let's go see this parade, like we would as locals, we would have to make that like our specific plan. Like we would have to get there like a few hours beforehand and just like camp out. Yeah. And and that's like a luxury that we could do, but not something that everybody could do. They don't want to spend like two or three hours wasting their Disneyland day when they traveled even a few hours to be at the park. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, so. But either way, I love it. I, I, I love the street performers. Um, they're always so great. And I mean, always the Haunted Mansion uh, Grave the Diggers. I actually think that the they also have the ballroom dancers there. I, I think yeah. that their performance is great. And then they just have this like, here's every villain. <laughs> like in your face which is you know which is what we all want you know at the end at the end of the parade right and it's just i love it i do love it and it's definitely worth taking you know uh 40 minutes out of your time like just get there a little bit early find a spot and it's probably like 15 minutes or something i don't know i don't know how long it actually is <laughs> but um I always end up watching it um, right across the Mickey wheel. So I have the, I know it's not called that anymore. Pixar pal around um, wheel. <laughs> Such a it's always day. the Mickey wheel to me. I don't pal around. Jeez. Um, I prefer the sun wheel. <clears throat> I prefer Mickey's death trap. because uh, Yeah. <laughs> anyways, you have Mickey on the, in the background. It's a beautiful shot. Have you seen any con footage of the parade for me? Then that's it's always right there. But also, that's a, it seems to be like a, a good amount of space right there to, to find a spot kind of last minute. <laughs> right over there. So very, 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 very cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that was my Oogie Boogie Bash uh, experiences here in a nutshell. I didn't do any other like stand in line photo ops. Um, but you know, I think another new one was Madame Mim and she was pretty funny. Um, she, uh, premiered last year. She didn't. Oh, wow. I totally missed her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's great though, but she's kind of hidden, uh, back in Avengers campus back by the theater there. Uh, so. that's not, yeah. Well, it's funny that that's not where she is this year. This year she's oh, okay. where, um, Ernesto was. And then Ernesto had that whole area because there was such a demand for that one that debuted last year because it's the incredible uh, prosthetics <laughs> of a yeah. singing skeleton man. <laughs> uh, and, and it actually worked out really well because last year it was, uh, it was definitely uh, cumbersome to deal with because it was such a tight space in there and nobody wanted to leave. because. Right. So now they have it set up. So that whole back area on the side of Hyperion, it's just him. So they have the walkway in front of him, but then that whole middle area is like roped off and then people could just stand there and watch the show. And there was probably like over a hundred people just standing there watching the show, <laughs> but it wasn't clogging up the line. <laughs> That's good. So yeah, I thought, I thought that was a, a good move on whoever made that decision to put uh, him over there. Okay. But yeah, but yeah, I totally missed Madam M last year, but anyway, she was funny. Um, 
yeah and that's it uh i think that covered everything i have to cover i just um we need more dates more people need to experience this will you be going back again next year for me yeah i mean there's of course that we're gonna go and cover this for creepy kingdom but (laughs) um I might actually not even be the person that covers it for Creepy Kingdom. I, you know, I might, you know, pass oh. the reins to someone else, and I Are might buying, just go you're, for fun. You're, you're buying my <laughs> ticket, is what you're saying? Is that what? Yeah, it, maybe <laughs> Creepy Kingdom is buying a ticket for me. All right, let's let's go. Depends how the depends how the Patreon goes, uh, but <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Creepy Kingdom. Send me send Can't me the boogie boogie bash next year. We're crowdfunding it. Oh my god! In our Slack, I said, I think I said last year or a few months ago, I was like, um, "I'm like, hey, if we have a good year, everyone, uh, you know, the whole team can go." <laughs> and I'm like, "We're gonna have to have a really good year." <laughs> Those prices keep inflating. Uh, yeah, I don't even remember how much these tickets are, but I, I feel like they're around 130 or 50 bucks or something like that. <laughs> uh they were i think last year they were probably around that so So it hasn't gone up too much like if that's the case yeah i think it was something around there i mean is that worth the money i mean that's subjective right i mean i to me i just i'm gonna go i love it (laughs) i'm gonna pay the price (laughs) (laughs) you know i mean i don't you know what is the price they're going to price me out i i I don't know i mean i keep wondering that with our annual passes but (laughs) but they they keep not hitting it and i keep paying more money (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh i just looked it up and it's uh you know the night that you went 134 dollars um depending on the night it could go up to 159 so it's all it's all a little bit all over the place but um i could definitely see these tickets especially if they don't add more dates they might try and push them up higher next year into like the 175 i wouldn't be surprised if if the busiest nights or closest nights to halloween end up being around 200. Oh my god! You know what's crazy about that is that it's, I just don't think it's even gonna slow down the ticket sales. <laughs> but it's 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 such a great it's such a great product that everyone is just all about it. And of course, the main reason that everybody loves it is that they get to uh, take photos for social media, right? And you you can't stop that demand. <laughs> nope, not at all. Hey, I'm part of it too. I'm not, I'm no judgment. I'm just saying like, I feel like that is like probably the number one selling point of the event. You get to wear costumes in the park and take pictures for social media. Yep. So, I mean, uh, there's another, there's an idea for event like just that, like you just get to dress up in the park and take photos. Like no, like nothing else there. Like for the, your alternate events or whatever. <laughs> people, people I, would pay for sure. I bet. You, yeah, I bet you that would take some of the the weight off of the ticket sales for any boogie match. <laughs> there, that's probably the best idea to take the pressure off right there. <laughs> well, I've been surprised that they haven't had a lot more of the Disney After Dark events at Disneyland this year. Yeah, the year before because they those- had several. Yeah, those go like gangbusters, and I think that those would help alleviate some of the boogie boogie bash if they had more of those. But yep, and then they they didn't bring back the Christmas 
thing that they experimented with last year. Ah, so bummed about that. I want, did I you, want Muppets. Did you go to that one? No, and I thought oh, I'll go next year. And oh they, boy, listen to you. Me. I'll go next year. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, Halloween time is in full swing, of course, until October 31st at the Disneyland Resort. Um, if you're going to Oogie Boogie Bash, have fun. If not, there's plenty of other stuff to do. We didn't even talk about the hundreds of Halloween food items. It's too many. A, yeah, it's way too many. We we Josh and I usually try to like hit up a lot of this stuff for all the limited time food offerings that we were like, we're not even going to attempt. So it's not even worth it. trying now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't have the time or money to afford the amount of stuff that they have. <laughs> but that definitely adds to the fun. Lots of stuff going on there. So yeah, come on down and you know, maybe you'll see me and Josh there. And if you do uh, say, Hey, I listened to this two hour podcast. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> You've had to get to this point in the podcast to, 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 to right, get yeah. instructions. <laughs> All right. Well, we uh, we're gonna wrap this one up, but we, you know, dark theme park show. We have more haunt coverage coming your way. We got Halloween Horror Nights episodes coming, not scary farm, and uh, more uh, Disney theme park episodes coming as well. Uh, we got a bunch of announcements recently at Destination D. There was the leak of Disneyland Ford, which alluded to more rumors of what's coming on there. So a lot more dark theme park show coming your way. Woo! Well, that's it, dude. We're wrapping it up. What do you mean? Uh, we told everyone about Oogie Boogie Bash, so we got to get out of here. Oh. We got some scary farming to do. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go do some scary farming. I'm into it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anywho, uh, hope you had fun, and I think it's time to close the gates. Thank you for watching, and thank you to our sponsors and Patreon producers for making this video possible. Hit the subscribe button so the creepy fun never has to end. This is Hannah reminding you to keep it creepy. <laughs>